0: This week I am wrapping up my series on the guests for the Sunshine Summit with Jill Ann Holder from the Business Mom Community Facebook group, Emily Prokop from the Story Behind Podcast and E-Podcast Productions, Nick Haskins from the Epic Film Guys and Restaurant Podcasts, Gareth Thomas from Gareth's Random Ramblings, and Bandrew Scott from the Bandrew Says Podcast and Podcasted YouTube channels. Man, these are some busy folks. It is going to be a super-packed segment this week. And in the news, I've got a whole lot of people who simply beg the question, What were you thinking? While I share my harrowing tale of digging through my garage. Beginning Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out, and this is the show where I share my little random thoughts and stories about what's going on with me, I make fun of some weird news stuff, and I wrap it all up with some podcasts I think you should check out, because I just can't keep my mind in one place for too long. Whoo! Woo! All right, so I've mentioned in the past. Well, I've probably mentioned a lot recently how my wife is going back to school and she's doing online online courses through ASU. Well, one of her upcoming classes is like is a geology lab, and you know I'm 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 going to be probably one of the first people. No, she said it first. How in the hell do you do a geology lab online? Well, somehow they figured it out. I don't, and I, I'm, I'm assuming this, it, I mean, naturally it's all just computer stuff and I imagine it's like pictures of rocks. I don't know. It's like, here's this. How do you, you know, classify this thing or I don't fucking, I, I have no clue. No clue how they're going to do a geology lab course from uh, remotely and like as an online course, but they're doing it. Well, that being said, The reason she's taking geology is because she took it before. While she was in college when we lived in Texas, she took geology there. And so she had the notebooks and she had all the, you know, she had the stuff because my wife is, more so of a pack rat than me, I get sentimental about shit. She, I mean, um, yeah, we both get sentimental about shit. Some, I'm that I like. I might be able to use this, so I've got bags and boxes full of wires and 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 screws and and nuts and bolts and shit. I keep stuff for functionality reasons. She's got tubs and tubs of notebooks and notepads, and she's got a shit ton of awards from school stuff too. But you know, she was like. I've got my geology notes. I need this notebook for this lab. Otherwise, I don't know what the hell I'm going to be doing. So, guess who has to trek into our our, our cavern of a garage to, to find this? You guessed it. It was her. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. My wife is not about to go digging through our garage. She barely walks through it just coming inside from the car because our garage has just been filled with crap (laughs) since we moved in because we moved in kind of a rush when we moved in. A lot of stuff never got unpacked. Hell, that stuff didn't get unpacked from the last house. So we have tons and tons of the big plastic tubs. Stacked up on one wall. I've got two motorcycles in there, a motorcycle lift, a desk <laughs> because of, I've, I've got like four desks. And my biggest desk, the desk that was supposed to be my big desk for my podcast studio space, lots of nice stuff, lots of you know space to work out. Supposed to be my giant computer desk when I was supposed to be basically kind of mark marining the, the garage. And having a garage studio space. Well, that didn't happen, but that desk is still sitting in the garage. Uh, again, motorcycles and, and tons and tons of tubs and the, you know, the crib from when, you know, from when the boys were babies and then the toddler bed that they had after they got out of the crib and dog kennels and 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 tons and tons of boxes. And old, like, our old futon. And my old recliner. All of this shit is in the garage. And it's not exactly organized at this point. And so, not only am I having to dig through these tubs to find out, hey, what tub is this notebook? Where are these notebooks that I'm looking for? Well, I'm also having to climb over dressers and you know ladders and and all of this other shit to dig through these tubs all of which are completely mislabeled because they were labeled like two moves ago by my mother-in-law in marker directly onto the top of the tubs and then those tubs get emptied out and then they get used again and they're not used for the same shit so i've got a box that says kitchen stuff that is full of my dad's old pictures and And his old sort of like den knickknacks, you know back in the day when when guys had a den rather than a man cave, might have had you know sidebar we had a den, you know, and how dens always had like the wooden furniture the wooden stuff you know you got the nice wooden uh kind of wall panels and very like manly stuff on display, but it's manly stuff like you've got you know a a a nice uh whiskey set you know. A de- decanter, whatever the fuck it is, and you know, nice whiskey glasses. Maybe you know a couple of pictures. You know, some nice, like, kind of bar style artwork. You know, poker playing dock, something like that. You know, our fish tank, things like this. It's supposed to be a calming, mature man room. I'm totally more of a den person than a man cave person. Um, but you know, in that space, well, I've I've got all of my dad's shit from that room. <laughs> in one box. Well, it's labeled kitchen supplies. And so obviously I have to dig through every single tub in our garage to find the notebooks climbing over all of this shit. And again, we live in Arizona. So 100% of the time I could be having to deal with the possibility of scorpions, spiders, you know, random lizards. We don't really have so much of a lizard problem at our house. But any of these sort of, you know, critters could be taking up residence in my garage. And the problem with that is that 99% of the space in my garage, you can't see the floor. Too much crap. And so cluttered. And, I mean, we've got hay, like, little mini hay bales from something my sister did. And they ended up in my garage and they've moved with us. And so I've got, you know, little, like... I've basically made a haven for critters. I could have an entire family of possums living in my garage. I have no fucking clue, but I'm, I'm, I'm traversing this trying to find the, the mysterious, the elusive red notebook (laughs) that, that has my wife's geology notes in it. Meanwhile, every other tub I'm opening up is like, Oh, Hey, here's that clock. Hey, look at this. I'm, I remember that and I'm finding my old shit. <laughs> and, and I'm not going to deny. I got, I got distracted because I was like, Oh, hey, I, what's in, what's like, I'm looking for a notebook. So I'm opening up every folder and every notebook that I see. And I, I came across my old music notebooks. Not that I haven't taken any sort of music class since the sixth grade back when I played trumpet, but I think I've mentioned before, I've been playing guitar since I was 15 and Again, completely self-taught. I guess it's it's only, again, if you remember that I've mentioned this. But I'm completely self-taught. So everything, it was like downloading, you know, uh, guitar tabs and songs and things off the internet. And I had a big, thick notebook full of paper. Just like loose paper, like writing out uh tabs and, and writing out music and stuff. And so I found this notebook of all my old music stuff. And it had a lot of songs. And I even had like a section where it's probably like six pages of just chord diagrams. So I could learn to play all of these things. And, and I, you know, again, folder, buried in the garage somewhere. Well, I found it. <laughs> and I found another one of my notebooks where I wrote music. Uh, don't worry or don't get too excited. You are not hearing any of this today. I I seriously doubt you'll hear any of this in, in, in the immediate future anytime soon. Um, but... Both a confidence thing and a recording ability thing. So there's that. But yeah, I started pulling. It's like as I'm, you know, s- you know, s- yeah. You know, what's the word? Uh, I'm I'm dredging through all of the boxes and tubs and everything, trying to find this the the lost notebook. I'm pulling out more of my shit. It's <laughs> like, oh, here's this notebook and this and oh, hey, i was looking for that and. No notebooks to be found. I did find our blow dryer. (laughs) And I found my, you know, all of my old guitar accessories. And this isn't even like, oh, my uh, my guitars are all put up. My guitars are on the, like, hanging on the walls in the front room of our house. They're all right there readily available. But all kind of, like, shit like my music notebooks. And I have, from, I don't even remember where I got them, a set of one of those little, they're like, chord teacher keys where you, like, slide them. Under the strings of your guitar and it, t- it shows you how to play the chords. Shit like that. I've got all of these little things and guitar knickknacks and I pull all this shit out cause I haven't played in forever. And it, and, and I'm again being completely self-taught. My, my technical skill is crap. So I was like, Hey, I'll pull out all my music stuff and I, maybe I'll try and learn these. You know, like I'm better now than I was when I was trying to learn these songs the first time. Maybe now I can actually play these songs. So I'm dragging all this stuff out. I still haven't brought it all the way into the house. I think it's still sitting like on a box near the front of the garage. So I can reach it now. <laughs> it's not buried in a tub. It's, it's sitting on the top of a shelf now. So it's close. So close. I might consider going out and getting it or not, but still I was after like an hour digging through boxes and, and having to rearrange crap and, and, and trying not to break shit. I never found the notebook. Even going around to different sections and digging through boxes that had toys. And and like I guess I found like our blow dryer. And I found like we basically when we moved we took all the shit that was under the, the sink in our bathroom. And threw it in a box. And that box is now in the garage. If we didn't need to immediately pull shit out then we didn't. And so I was finding stuff like my old shoe shine kit. Which is actually my dad's old shoeshine kit. Where if he actually listened to the show, I'd probably get a text saying, Hey, can you bring that back to me? You know, much like my dad's clock that I'm supposed to have taken back to him several vacations back to Texas ago. But it it's hard to travel with that thing without my kids destroying it. I just don't have the room in my van to safely pack it. But yeah, <laughs> All of this, and I still never, again, almost two hours digging around out there. Yeah, I got distracted, and I probably wouldn't have spent so damn much time out there if it weren't for the fact that I kept getting distracted. And I think I looked through every tub twice, just like maybe I missed it. Maybe, it, maybe it was under that, those, those pictures that I didn't pick up. Like, I flipped through them. I didn't pick them up. So let me go pick up all those pictures and see. Maybe it's on the bottom of that box. And I just couldn't see it. Nothing. I I I, un, I took clothes out of tubs that were just full of clothes and blankets. Like, maybe there's stuff under the clothes. And some of them there were but it was like toys. Was like, nothing. <laughs> I had to throw away some old stuff that, like, we had... My, my stepmom left, gave me a bunch of crap when... I moved out like these really nice uh, can like sconces for candles and all these weird sort of things. And then some of them broke cause they've been sitting in tubs or gotten t- jostled around. So like, okay, clear out some junk and stuff like this. But short of that, I'm just like, well, shit, <laughs> I spent all this time. Couldn't find a thing. And then proceed to go inside and tell my wife, I can't find it. I was like, well, did- where did you look here? Where was it? Like, I looked in every tub. Like, I'm basically at this point thoroughly convinced we threw them away because we didn't need them. And the the idea of why should she still have it is strictly based on my wife has kept almost everything from when she was in college because she was like so sentimental, especially with like her theater stuff. Scripts and posters and she did a lot of uh, spots as a stage manager. She got all of her stage notes and all of this stuff from almost every show she worked while she was attending college but it doesn't seem like she actually kept the classwork which is mildly surprising but i think ultimately we just threw it all out because it was like well do we need this Nah, it's just from that geology class when am i ever going to need that again Like, fuck in the trash i'm I'm almost positive that's what happened to it it sucks because now she doesn't really have what she needed uh you know for this class, and she's more than a little concerned about her ability to get through it. Never mind her math class that she's got, like, everyday assignments in. And math has never been her strongest class. So I, I can see her being a little concerned about this particular uh class session. But at least I don't have to go out in the garage. Okay, at least for another couple of weeks, because we've got, like, city like bulk cleanup coming up where they just let a like, that's where we get all of the big junk. And basically I have to clean out the garage to get rid of the big junk so that we can get to the motorcycles so that I can try and sell the motorcycles and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be digging back through there soon enough, but at least I don't have to do that today. <laughs> but since I've got a very, packed back end of the show coming up let's go ahead and take our first break and i will be right back with the news
1: hi this is emily prokop from the story behind which is a podcast about the extraordinary history behind the ordinary what does that mean It means whenever my ADHD gets the best of me, I begin to wonder the stories behind everyday objects. This is the story behind sporks, behind chewing gum, behind hoodies, places. This is the story behind Mount
0: Rushmore. This is the story behind speakeasies, or people. This is the story behind Uncle Sam. This is
1: the story behind Betty
0: White. Everything has a
1: backstory, and from what I've noticed from doing the show, not everything is as plain and simple as history books may have you believe. Join me Mondays and Thursdays on your favorite podcast app or at the storybehindpodcast.com. And thanks for listening. The Epic Film Guys Podcast is a film comedy podcast with two best friends celebrating everything we love about going to the movies. We've got great beer, amazing guests, and quirky characters unlike anything you've ever heard before. Well, I just assumed you were drinking that chocolate stout that you were going to make with the cheapest crap chocolate ice cream <laughs> in a Miller Lite. I remember being a young man and my mother telling me I didn't have a name because I was illegitimate. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Never be sorry on the Epic Film Guys podcast. Never be sorry. C- cut in. Talk over. I'm sorry every time I up. finish doing an episode. I didn't hear that, Nick. Don't bring it up yet. I'm not supposed to come out till like the end of the episode. Subscribe to the Epic Film Guys on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you at the movies.
0: All right, let's start off with a light one. Selfie Addict takes over 200 selfies a day day yeah 22 year old man from the uk has admitted to having an addiction to posting selfies on instagram and has had thousands of dollars of cosmetic surgery done and spends as much as three hours a day applying makeup for his hundreds of selfies the general claim here is that it's kind of the adrenaline high or i wouldn't even say the en- adrenaline or endorphins or whatever the hell it is that As he posts his selfies to his fifty thousand followers, then he's like, within a minute, I have a hundred likes, and if and if I don't have like two hundred likes within an hour or thirty minutes or whatever the fuck, he he takes it down because it's just not doing it for him. I was like, really, dude? I, and then the, the fact that he's had like lip fillers and cheek fillers and, and I mean, this, yeah. Veneered teeth, I and mean, jaw fillers, Botox on his eyes, had his eyebrows tattooed, fat freezing. I mean, you know, if this was somebody that was, like, 90 and was trying to refresh themselves, he's 22! He hasn't lost shit! There's no reason for cosmetic surgery when you're 22 unless you have, like, a deviated septum or something. To have, like... He basically completely changed his face so he would be more beautiful because he gets this big rush and confidence boost from everyone liking his selfies after he spends so damn much time putting on fucking makeup and, and, and taking hundreds of damn selfies just to get the perfect one. I've got to have the perfect selfie. Look, you're not fucking Kim Kardashian. You're not a brand. I and mean, he's probably making some money. He's probably, I mean, he's probably legit getting modeling work out of this, even though he looks plastic, literally looks plastic. You know, those people who get the cosmetic surgery to look like a Ken doll. This guy beat you just trying to get perfect selfies between his plastic surgery and his makeup. He looks plastic, but. He actually says that he does this and his obsession with selfies and the addiction to the, the 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 high from all the likes from his selfies comes from the fact that he was bullied as a kid, which doesn't that seem to be the fucking excuse for everything now? I was bullied as a kid and this and they. But his reasoning for why he was bullied, he claims he was bullied because he was too attractive. It's like. I was like, oh, you're so beautiful, we're gonna beat you up and make you ugly. That's his logic. Like, oh, we're gonna, th- we're gonna, we're gonna punch you in the face because you're so beautiful. I was like, we're just jealous. I, I'm, I'm sorry for anybody who's offended by the fact that I just turn on to the gay lisp for this, but, A, the dude's fruity as shit, and the logic is stupid. It's like, oh, You were beaten up and you were bullied for being too beautiful. That's stupid. You were probably bullied because you were an arrogant little fuck. If you thought that you are so beautiful and everybody just wishes they were, you're just jealous because you're not as beautiful as me. If you were so beautiful, you wouldn't have had all these fucking plastic surgeries done to your goddamn face to make perfect selfies. You would have just fucking been able to take the pictures. So you weren't so beautiful that everybody hated you. You were a you were a shitty ass fucking person who probably said, Oh I'm so beautiful, don't you wish you could be mean? And they're like, fuck you, I'm gonna shove your face in the sand. <laughs> Moving right along. Daycare teachers accused of giving kids melatonin laced gummy bears. <laughs> This actually started making mainstream news. The three teachers from a Chicago area daycare were arrested and accused of giving their students gummy bears laced with melatonin to calm them down before nap time. And they claimed they didn't think there was anything wrong with it because it's a common over-the-counter sleep aid. You're still drugging kids, you fucking idiots. (laughs) And yes, melatonin absolutely over the counter sleep aid for adults clearly stated on every label of every bottle of something like that not for use on children why you can fucking kill them that's just how these things work it's like you know you can't give you can't give a kid too much fucking tylenol you're giving a melatonin you're trying to knock them out it's like you know what you want to knock them out give them tylenol Oh, but that's bad for their livers and their and all their little internal organs. You're going to fucking kill the kid with melatonin, you moron. And the fa- the funny part is, they're not in trouble for the melatonin. They're in trouble for not having parental consent. <laughs> because, you know, it's perfectly fine to drug the kids as long as mom and dad signed a waiver. Except mom and dad know that if you want your kids to go to sleep, you either give them Tylenol or you give him Benadryl. Because melatonin is fucking drugs. Okay, it's all drugs. But either way, come on, people. You're supposed to be like, you know, daycare teachers or something. Next up, man blows up car with body spray and a cigarette lighter. Yeah, you can see where this is going. A Maryland man managed to blow the doors and roof off of his car with him in it after applying an aerosol body spray and trying to light a cigarette. As conflicting reports, uh, saying either he was completely unharmed minus some hearing damage or that he was burned from head to toe from the explosion. Either way, how the fuck much body spray were you using, dude? That's, I mean, yeah, it's an enclosed space and it was a it was a small car. But, seriously, I mean, that's, you know, some horror movie or action movie, aerosol, spray, lighter, flamethrower shit. How the fuck, I mean, was the can leaking? What the hell, you know, how many cans did you have in here? What are the circumstances of this? Because there's no point where I see that... A normal human person has put enough aerosol spray into a car to make it blow up from a cigarette lighter. And I'm assuming this is going to be like a a Zippo or a more traditional something with a spark and a good flame. Not like the, you know, the, the push cigarette lighter from a car. I haven't seen one of those in a car in a long time. I think everybody just uses a regular lighter and they put in like, you know, charge ports. Like, oh, we're gonna have two USB jacks instead of the cigarette lighter because we don't like the cigarette lighters. They're bad for the interior. Whatever. I don't care. I don't know why the car dealer guy suddenly became a redneck. That's just where my brain goes. Either way, <laughs> this dude got blown to shit. Trying, again, how the hell much body spray did you need, dude? Did you blew, and like, and what do you bet he lit the cigarette? Who lights a cigarette in a closed car? That's and that's not even like a you know ignorance thing. I've I've my parents were both smokers. I work with a bunch of smokers. Every smoker I know, unless you are smoking weed and you don't want it escaping the car, in which case you're probably not driving in the first place, you're parked somewhere. I mean, granted, he was parked too, but still you open the window first. You always open the window first. Every smoker I've ever seen, before they light a cigarette, opens a window. That's just, I don't know, it's its the thing. I guess because you don't want to sit there all in a cloud of smoke, you puff the shit out the window. So, even even in the rain, you will get your arm wet so that you can open the window to, to puff your smoke and your, flick your ashes out the window. That's just Smokers 101 and I don't even smoke. So, really, guy fills his entire car. Was he trying to kill himself? Let's go with this. This guy just was, you know, it's a, it's, this was the most low key, really obvious suicide attempt ever. He filled his car with axe body spray and sparked it up and went boom. And there, there we go. That's, that's it. That's, that's what happened. Just cause my brain. All that aside, This guy's not even getting top honors. It's time for the Jackass of the Week. Dad tries to delay his prison sentence by having his son shoot him. An Oregon man facing 10 years in prison for fraud convinced his 17-year-old son to shoot him in the legs with a shotgun to delay the start of his sentence. This is because he had just recently taken out an insurance policy on himself and tried to use the assault to claim the payout. So he has his son shoot him in the legs with a shotgun. He claims that he was assisting somebody on the side of the road. He was attacked and shot. And he, like, had his son run off and whatever. Uh, But... Authorities kind of saw right through this whole scam, knowing that his insurance policy was a week old, and he was set to go to prison, like, tomorrow. So he's thinking, oh, I'm going to be, you know, put in prison, like, it's going to delay my sentence because I'm going through all this insurance stuff, and he was just trying to rip off the insurance company one last time. Again, the guy was already going up for fraud. Well, this little... Failed piece of fraud not only backfired for him not getting his sentence extended, uh, or the start of his sentence extended, they had to amputate one of his legs, and he didn't get the insurance money, and he kind of completely traumatized his son. Oh, and they added another three years and ten months to his sentence because fraud. <laughs> Uh so Mr. Man I I th- I think between the fraud, the trauma, the failed fraud and generally failing, this is just this entire whole story was just one series of epic fails. You, sir, are jackass. All right, let's jump into this last break before we get into our super-sized final segment. Wrapping up for all of the guests from the Sunshine Summit right after these promos.
1: My name is Nick Haskins and I love food. I love cooking with fresh ingredients and experimenting with exciting, bold flavors in my kitchen. I also love going out to restaurants for hearty, authentic dishes made with love and care. Sometimes, though, that's not what we get. Bland, watered down, overcooked. There's nothing worse than when a meal goes wrong. I'm a passionate, opinionated guy who's not afraid to tell it like it is. Join me on this culinary journey of rants, raves, and ridiculously good food. This is the Restaurant Podcast. God, I hate Bex. What's that? Movie trailers. Seriously, we go to the movies, we pay a shit ton of money to go and actually see the movie, and then I've gotta wait 10-15 minutes to watch like seven or eight trailers for movies, some of them I don't give a shit about, some of them I do, but I've seen them like 18 times on YouTube already. I don't wanna see it, just play the goddamn movie! But isn't that what this is? What? Isn't this like a you know like a trailer for our podcast, Gareth's Random Ramblings that we try and do every single week? That you can find on Spreaker and iTunes. Or you can check out on GarethRandomRamblings.space. You know what? I love trailers. They're the best. He's just a guy. He loves to ramble randomly. Across the
0: wire. It's Gareth. (laughs) Recommended listening. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, just a reminder, the Sunshine Summit is running from March 9th through 16th, and I guess you should say of 2018, or it's the 10th through the 17th if you're in Australia, because there's actually going to be a pretty good audience, especially when you consider that not only the host, but this particular guest appearing at 4 p.m. Eastern on Monday the 12th Or 9 a.m. on the 13th New Zealand time. Jill Ann Holder, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, is also in New Zealand. And probably the only guest on the event that uh, Heather has actually met in person. Like Heather, she is a a work-from-home mom. And she's built this Facebook community Kind of to, as, as a support structure and to help these other women who are doing that same thing. Because it, it may look like it's like, oh, you work from home. You've got all the free time in the world. You can come and go as you please. No, it's still a job. And oh, let's take that whole, I'm working from home and add in the fact that my kids are here too. And so now you're having to juggle your ability to get work done with the fact that your kids are fucking with you all the time. <laughs> and so, and she's built this community helping these working, like at home working moms and kind of giving them a place to, to, uh, come together and, and support each other. And it's really cool. And I'm going to admit, I did not know Squat about her until her recent appearance on Sunshine and Power Cuts. Again, she's the only person that's going to be a part of this event that Heather has personally met. They are actually, pers- they are our friends in person. They are a member of a couple of different, uh, groups together for, uh, working women and it's really cool. And she seems to be a really nice person. I don't, I, I don't know her personally. I know very little about her minus what I, I gathered from that interview in that episode but if heather calls her a friend she's got to be a pretty awesome person so i'm just gonna go with that speaking of awesome people who are work at home moms at 8:30 p.m eastern on tuesday the 13th we have emily prokop from the story behind and e-podcast productions Emily, if you listen to the show, and if you don't listen to the show, you absolutely should be because it's one of the best podcasts out there. And yes, I'm now there's there's no question about that. Uh, Emily recently started around beginning of the year her own podcast production company, doing editing and and show notes and things like this for other podcasters, which is something I'd love to do. Well, now instead of going to work every day, she now works at home working on podcasting, super jealous, but Emily is one of the coolest people out there. And I I said way back, she was one of the earliest features in recommended listening. And she was the first person to ever, well, I think the only person to officially ever record something specifically for me to play. And basically in just that little request, sparked this great friendship. I mean, Emily is one of the greatest people out there. She is right up there with Heather as just one of the nicest people ever that I've ever met through the podcasting world. And she makes an awesome show. Also, a very short, informative show. The difference being that the story behind is as as she's said before, it's the extraordinary history of the ordinary, so it's learning about all of the weird little knickknacks and things and I mean, her show is so awesome they're turning it into a book that's right, coming up hopefully by in the fall, I believe she said they're they're trying like somewhere around September or so of this year, they're trying to have the story behind in a book. And I guess it's supposed to be like a coffee table book. And I think she's saying there's like going to be like a hundred different items and stories and things. And some from the show, some she hasn't used yet. Some are just for the book and kind of expanding on this stuff. But it's, it's going to be really cool. But again, Emily is a really awesome person. And I'm really hoping I can. I'm, 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 I'm going to be like driving, listening to this on my drive because I don't want to miss Emily's segment. I really don't want to miss them, almost any of them, but Emily has been so, so helpful to me over the years and, and she's just a great friend. And so, yeah, if, if nobody else, you should be checking out Emily. Uh, I remember saying before, Emily, in the Potter and family, Emily is mom. Emily is mom to the Potter and family. And I say that because next up, <laughs> at at 9 p.m. on Wednesday the 14th is Nick Haskins from the Epic Film Guys and Restaurant Podcast and again I when I reviewed the Epic Film Guys way way forever ago god that seems like a, a eternity ago now that i think about it i i basically described him as the dad and and Emily and Nick are best friends in the podcasting world you know they're kind of you know a pod husband and wife don't worry folks they're both happily married with families and all that but in the pod sphere they're mom and dad and you know nick has been very supportive and he does a lot of stuff for other podcasters and he's you know helps run the the pattern family ecosystem on twitter and facebook and and that whole community and he's a big part of supporting other podcasters and that plus the dude's going back to school to you know further his his education for his career and he does the epic film guys and he does the restaurant podcast and he's got kids and for all of the crap i deal with you know he 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 heaps on some other crap he he has a very full plate if you uh, mind the pun about the guy who does a food show, but <laughs> all right, and again, that's Nick is going to be on nine o'clock on Wednesday the fourteenth, and we're getting close too. This all uh, reminder, all this is actually starting this week. If th- this episode's going up Wednesday, the show starts Friday. All all of the festivities. But moving on. To another good friend of mine at 9pm on Thursday the 15th, or in his case, well he's not in New Zealand, he's in Australia, but it's Gareth Thomas from Gareth's Random Ramblings, and for the sake of they're just funnier together, I'm hoping his wife Bex is there. (laughs) It just says Gareth, but it could be Gareth and Bex, it may just be a time thing, I don't know. It says 2 p.m. New Zealand time. I don't know exactly. I think he's in Brisbane. So I don't know where the time zone falls. It can't be too much more off. But either way, it's going to be Friday for him. It'll be Friday afternoon sometime in Australia when he's getting to to have his chat with with Heather. And Gareth's just funny. That's basically it. I mean, again, all of these shows up to this point like emily and nick and gareth are all kind of pod friends and they're all previous features on this show and people that I've, I've had a lot of communication with and a lot of interaction with and i consider emily and gareth not so much nick i don't talk to nick as much but i, I consider emily and gareth friends and if you listen to gareth's random ramblings very frequently because they've been doing their shows live with a chat lately Usually they're recording on what is Saturday afternoon to me. Well, I can sit there and tune in and sit there and, and, and talk shit into their chat and, and chime in. And so it's, it's a fun little interaction that I get to have with him. And I'm trying to work out some way for me to either be on his show or for him to do something with me here. I don't normally do guests, but I'm also, you know, I've got, Chris the Mole Man and Mike Jolitz a couple miles away that I also don't have on the show when they could probably get to my house in five minutes. But I, I think I want to try and do something with Gareth, because he's just an awesome guy. He's a cool guy. And he said, Hey, you know, would you, you know, want to have me on the show or something like that? It's like, Yeah, I would. I just don't do guests. And it's not even like a fundamental I don't do guests. It's uh I'm just not really good with that stuff. Anyway, but yeah, Gareth's going to be on uh, Thursday at 9. And I'm looking forward to it as much as uh, best I can. It's another time slot where I'm going to be at work. And I'm going to think, man, and it's because he's a friend. And because I think if I could be in the, the YouTube chat on that, also still giving him crap. Because, you know, what else am I going to do? It's Gareth. I I. <laughs> he's just... I mean, Gareth and Bex are great. They're f- hilarious. And just the banter between them is, is, is gold. And so it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time all around. All right. Let's go. Closing it out. Cause it's been a long list today. I know this is the, this is the biggest chunk at the end of the group, but I wanted to get through everybody before everything got started. And again, it starts on this Friday. So. If, if you're listening to this late, you know, get on there on, on YouTube and, and, and catch up on some of these early shows or make, you know, turn on the notifications so you can catch the rest of these guys coming up. But closing it all out on Friday the 16th is Bandrew Scott from the Bandrew Says Podcast and the Podcastage YouTube channel. I was familiar with. The podcasted YouTube channel from when I first got into podcasting because of looking up very simply looking up microphone reviews. And basically that's the bulk of what he does on that channel is mic reviews. And it's it's a really it's a very helpful to somebody who's not great with tech or just not exactly sure how you're gonna like the, the the hardest part of of purchasing equipment when you're getting into podcasting is it's hard to test things out and his channel basically does that for you it gives you audio samples of a bunch of microphones and it gives you a review and it shows you the hey here's the here's how it reacts and here's how it sounds and here's what it does and hey this thing costs $400 is it worth $400 no. Here's this one that cost 60 bucks that sounds better than that one that cost $400. So yeah, fuck that $400 piece of shit. Or hey, this one cost 10 this microphone here cost 10 bucks. Don't expect a lot for 10 bucks, but hey, it comes with a lot of extra shit. So maybe you just buy it for the extra shit. I saw one of those just yesterday. Like it was a review of a $10 microphone, but that $10 microphone came with a stand and 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 a Pop filters and screens and all these accessories. The accessories, when you normally buy them, would cost more than that. So I'm almost like, buy the mic. Like, the mic was kind of crap. But buy the mic. Fuck the mic off. Keep the accessories. <laughs> because, well, that's what you're getting. You're, you're going to get it. So you're getting all the accessories. You're getting more than $10 worth of accessories. The mic can absolutely be garbage. <laughs> because... You'll pay more than 10 bucks for a windscreen. Really. Even a crappy one, you'll pay more than 10 bucks. So, even if you're getting just a pop filter and a windscreen, you're getting a good deal. But, you know, and and to be fair, I just, I started listening to the Bandrew Says podcast, which is very YouTube heavy because he is much more of a YouTuber. He has, I think he said three different, uh, YouTube channels. Which is fine. And i I know I've shit on YouTubers before, but I primarily shit on like vloggers and the the idiots of YouTube, like the the Scott brothers, or and 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 people that do stupid shit to get famous. Uh Bandrew is putting out informative content and and actual entertainment He's not doing anything stupid, and he's not being irresponsible. He's putting out valid, very helpful information, very valuable information. And for his podcast, for Bandrew Says, he provides a lot of... it gets into a little bit of general tech world news, a lot of YouTube news, which I think if you are a YouTuber, you should probably be listening to or watching, I believe he does it on YouTube, too but you should be listening and watching his show because it's just damn informative. The guy is just all around informative. His delivery is very no frills. He just, he tells you what you need to know and he doesn't BS you about it. And it, it's, and it's cool because you get what you, what you need out of it. And I liked that you know, he says his favorite segment is the, he has kind of a, a Q and a and, This is the first time I've ever seen a a segment like that on a show where people send in questions. I mean, a lot of people do that, but people will send in like 10 questions and he'll sit there and answer like 10 questions from a single person and then go on to another email or or whatever with like four or five more questions. And then another one is like five or six or more questions. And he knocks out more questions in that segment than I've ever seen anybody do for anything. Usually it's like, oh, we got one question. Oh, they have a follow-up. Oh, okay. And we're out of time. Let's go. And he he answers like 20 questions from like three people, which is just kind of crazy. But like, you don't normally see somebody give like a stack of questions to a person in one one message or email or whatever. But he goes through them all and they're not even all necessarily related to the show. It's like, oh, what's your favorite movie? What's your, you know, what's your favorite microphone? What's your, it's like some of it's like related to the show. Some of it's related to you know, to different, to other stuff, but then it'll be like, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite podcast? Um, you know, if, you know, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if he had on striped pajamas? I don't know. I'm just making shit up. I know the woodchuck thing when I just need a random stupid question, that's just where I default to. But it's it's a great show and I'm, I'm, I really enjoyed it. I was listening to a bunch of it yesterday because again, I don't want to talk about these guys uninformed. And I only knew kind of one side of, of him. And I wanted to kind of get a bit of the other side. And so that was kind of cool. It's a good show. Definitely worth listening to. And I will say, as going through it, the time flew by. I mean, the episodes are around 45 minutes. At least the ones that I was listening to were in the 45 minute range. And they, I look up and it's like, oh shit, it's over? <laughs> Well, hell. It's really one of those you just kind of get, you know, he, he says what needs to be said and you look up and the time has flown by. And it's like, well, I guess that's helpful. You're not feeling like you're, like your entire day is gone listening to, you know, hardcore history or something that will eat your entire day. If, if you want to eat your entire day, just listen to one episode of that show, but that's not what we're talking about today. So. You can check out all of these shows. They're all in the show notes at odddadout.blogspot.com. I realize I didn't give you the links for any of the stuff today. Strictly because everybody, with the exception to Gareth, is doing multiple things. And i I going through, and some of them are a little longer. But it it's just one of those, you know what, just go click the links in the show notes. Because maybe you wanna check out the story behind. Maybe you wanna to go to ePodcast Productions. Or you know, or which what which podcast do you wanna check out from Nick? Or do you wanna check out? You know, are you a YouTube person that wants podcastage? Are you somebody that wants to listen to Bandrew says? I don't know. But there's a lot of stuff. And I've got I got stacked links for everybody minus Gareth because gareth and bex have a lot to do and they 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 barely find the time to get their podcast out on time for me to come in and talk crap let alone do multiple things really and they do multiple shows but they're more like seasonal anyway anyway that's all out that's all beside the point but again all the links are in the show notes with all the little plaques telling you what time who is when with just a quick reminder that It is all starting this Friday with Best Forever's Pod with Alisa. And I'm sorry, I realized I found out later that I mispronounced her name. Alisa Lucas, or say Dr. Alisa Lucas from Best Forever's Podcast. 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Friday, March 9th. Check it out, sunshineandpowercuts.com. Go to the YouTube link there. It will take you to the page. Subscribe to the page. Turn on notifications so you get all of this stuff. So that when it is time for the next show, for it is time for the next guest, that you are there so you can listen and watch or whatever. But do it. Big epic breath there. All right. One last thing before I go. Previous feature and, and good friend, uh, Daryl, uh, Big D, and Little R from the Bro-Rons are calling it quits. Uh, the Bro-Rons podcast is going to be ending. Their next show is going to be their last. And they it basically amounts to they've had it with, I mean, they make fun of a lot of stupid stuff. And they talk a lot of shit about a lot of stupidity. And it's gotten to a point where stuff has gotten so, like, idiotic that they're just fed up with it. Just like, it, it's, the stupidity has gotten beyond the point of comical and just, you know, sad and angry for the world. So they basically are just, they're gonna stop. They're, they're done with the show. They're both doing other things. They both got a lot of other stuff going on. Um, Daryl is doing smoke and mirrors with his wife. He's got a YouTube channel of of comedy stuff, so you know he's got a lot on his plate right now. Never mind his the comic business. So you know, best of luck to you guys on whatever you do next. I am gonna miss the show because it was funny as hell. Um, I totally get it. I totally understand. You know, sometimes you got to walk away from one. It's not like they don't have other stuff going on. So, thanks for the laughs, guys. And I, I'm still tuning into the rest of your stuff. But all that sappy stuff aside, no more crying for the Brorons. It is time to say goodbye. You can catch me again at odddadout.blogspot.com. Get all the show notes, links to all of the new stories I covered. I've even got a little video about the stupid teachers and the and the, the drugged gummy bears over there. While you're there, click one of those little subscribe links, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, whatever you do. Click the little gear tab. You feel like having an Odd Dad Out shirt? or coffee mug or or whatever get your Odd Dad Out gear do you really feel like supporting the show subscribe, leave a review if you are so inclined reach out to me on Facebook Twitter, Instagram at Odd Dad Out share the show with your friends share it with your enemies whoever the hell you feel like tell them about the show that's how things get better for me over here And until next week, I am still Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad out. Thank you and good night.